Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over the optimal runtime for your pool in the summertime, and I'll give you some tips on how to calculate it accurately so that you're not wasting energy, but you're still running your pool long enough every day. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So everyone's probably heard the formula that you want to run your pool one hour for every 10 degree of temperature. To me, that doesn't really cover the pools or the runtime in a more in an accurate way. The best way, of course, to know how to set your runtime is to have a flow meter. This is probably the most accurate way to tell how much water is passing through your filter every hour or gallons per minute is what they measure it in. In the U.S., other countries measure in liters, but here we measure in gallons per minute. So you want to know how many gallons per minute is actually going through your pump, through your filter, back to the return lines. And all the water in the pool going through the filter is considered one cycle. And you want optimally, you want to have at least one cycle of water running through your pool every day. If you're in hot, humid conditions or areas like Texas, where it's really humid and hot, you may want to have it run through the pool two cycles a day. Same thing with Florida. Uh, probably in a lot of desert communities out here, you want it to run through twice in one day. But in some areas, one cycle through the filter is sufficient. Now with the advent of variable speed pumps, it's much harder to tell how fast the water is moving through your system. And so therefore, the flow meter is probably one of the best things you can add to your pool. The flow viz flow meter is the one that I recommend. It's also a check valve. So if you have an existing Janney check valve in front of your pump, above your pump, or maybe on the return line, the only place you can't put the flow viz is on a spa bypass because it's not really meant to be put there. You're not going to get an accurate reading there. So if you have a check valve in the front of the pump or behind it or on the return line or by the heater, you can actually just put in the retrofit flow, flow viz flow meter into your system. It's very easy. Or you can plumb one in to the front of the pump or the above the pump, and this will act as a check valve. I think they recommend having it after the heater for the optimal flow, but I've tested it. I have three in my pool, and I have them in different locations so that I can test the flow to see if putting them in a different location actually makes a difference. And to me, I don't really tell any difference with having the flow meter um, in front of the pump versus having it after the heater. It seems like the flow is almost the same. I can't really notice anything different on it. So to me, I don't, I don't think it matters where you put the flow meter in the front of the pump or, or after the heater. It seems to work fine in either location. So if you have a variable speed pump, I highly recommend getting a flow meter so that you can gauge how much water is being moved. Because basically, with a variable speed pump, the pool is not pulling the water at the full speed. Since you can set a variable speed pump at different RPMs or different speeds, it's, really, it's hard to gauge how fast the water is moving. 
For instance, a typical single-speed pump will run at one speed, which is 3450 RPMs, and then you can calculate the gallons per minute based on that speed. With a variable speed pump, you can set it to 2000 RPMs or 1500 RPMs or 2600 RPMs, so it's not going to be an exact science as far as how fast the water is moving in the pool. So with a flow meter, you can tell pretty much how fast the water is moving in the pool. So I'll give you a formula that I use, and it's pretty successful. And it's based on basically taking the average gallons per minute out there on my pool route and coming up with a number that I think is a good median gallons per minute. And there's all different ways you can calculate it without a flow meter. You have the, There's resistance, there's the bends in the pipes, things like that. Um, it's pretty much not an exact science either because of the different things that could interfere with the flow. But basically in my testing with pools or flow meters, that if you're running a standard pool pump, one and a half horsepower, one to one and a half horsepower, and you have a standard size filter, and you have maybe standard pump, uh, standard plumbing, nothing weird by your plumbing, and the water goes from the pump into the filter, out through a heater, maybe through a salt water system back to the pool. The average that I found is about 65 gallons per minute. And so they be consistent because some pools may run a little less. Some pools may run higher. I know that some pools, like if you have an IntelliFlow 3 horsepower variable speed pump, if you put it at a full 3450 RPMs, that thing is pumping out like 80 gallons per minute, even with the filter and the heater and everything resisting it because it's a 3 horsepower pump, of course. But in most cases, most people have a 1 horsepower, 1 and a half horsepower to 2 horsepower standard speed pump. And I would say that a good median gallons per minute would be 50 gallons per minute, barring any kind of resistance in the plumbing and, you know, poor filtration, things like that. If your filter's dirty, of course, it's going to slow down the flow. I found, I've tested a cartridge filter, a 320 square foot cartridge filter that's dirty six months uh, before it was clean. And then a clean cartridge filter, the same size, um, there's about a 5 or 7 gallon per minute drop in speed because of the extra resistance in the dirty filter. So cleaning the filter is definitely a key to keeping that flow going. And of course, the pump basket full of debris would also slow the flow down. So those are some variables to be aware of. Um, but 50 gallons per minute is pretty much the standard that I've come up with. I think it's a lot more accurate than the 10 degrees. Um, I mean, a 10, one hour per every 10 degrees of water of air temperature, because if you have a 40,000 gallon pool and you are using that method and you're going to run, it's 90 degrees out, you run it for nine hours, it's probably not sufficient for that size pool. And so that's why I don't think that is quite accurate, even though it's pretty good, it's, pr it's a pretty smart way of putting it. But I think just taking an average gallons per minute and then getting your pool size is a much better way of doing it. So if you use my formula and you have a 40,000 gallon pool, let's say you have a 1.5 horsepower single speed pump, that means that it's running at 3450 RPMs. So you take that 40,000 gallons, you take that 50, divide it by 50 gallons per minute, that's gonna give you 800 minutes, which is 13 and a half hours. So it will take about 13 and a half hours for all the water to go from the pump into the filter and back out again, which is one cycle. So if you did the formula with one, um, one hour per every 10 degrees of air temperature and it was 90 degrees out, you would run it nine hours a day, which is four and a half hours shorter than it needs to be. And the same thing with a smaller pool. So if you had a 10,000 gallon pool 
and you use the formula of one hour per every 10 degrees, you would run that pool nine hours if it was 90 degrees out. But if you use my formula and you take 10,000 gallons divided by 50 gallons per minute, um, that would give you 800 minutes, which is three, roughly three and a half hours. So you can see that you're running the pool three times as long as you need to based on kind of an outdated formula. So for me, I think 50 gallons per minute is a good formula to use on your pool. So you would just need to get your pool size and then you would uh, divide it by 50 and then you would divide that number by 60 minutes and that will give you a typical runtime to get one cycle of water through the filter. And again, I'm basing this all off of a single speed pump running at the full 3450 RPMs. When I test most pools at a flow meter, hardly any pools on my route are below 60 gallons per minute. And so the 50 gallon per minute mark is a pretty um, low average, but I think I want to keep it there because of the pools that maybe don't have that much flow. And there's a lot of pools out there that may just be pulling 40 gallons per minute, um, but that's not typical. And I think 50 gallons per minute is a very safe number to go off of. So if you have a um, 40,000 gallon pool and you want two cycles of water to go through, then you would run that pool for 24 hours basically. If you have a 10,000 gallon pool and you want two cycles of water to go through the system, you would run that pool for about seven hours and that would be two cycles of water going through there. And again, in some areas, one cycle going through the filter is sufficient. And then in some other areas, you need two cycles. Like in Texas, I get a lot of guys to tell me that they have to run their pools a long time in Texas because the weather is really um, not ideal for running your pool a shorter time. So if you really wanted to save energy, I don't think cutting down the runtime is the solution. The best way to save energy is to install a variable speed pump. And then you can kind of modulate the run speed, the RPMs. So you can run it at a lower speed pretty much all day long and then a high speed for part of the day. And this will save you the most money. And if you have a variable speed pump, you're going to have to kind of calculate this based on your speed. So if you're running your variable speed pump at 1800 RPMs and you have a 10,000 gallon pool, of course, you're only pumping about 25 gallons per minute at that speed, maybe roughly around there, maybe 30 gallons per minute, maybe less. I don't know exactly, depending on your um, pool, pool uh, setup and your variable speed pump, there's a little slight difference in gallons per minute. But basically, you just double that. And so if you're running your variable speed pump at 1800 RPMs and you're running and you have a 10,000 gallon pool, you would need to run it for seven hours to get one cycle of water through. And then to get two cycles through, you have to run it for 14 hours at 1800 RPM. So you kind of get how the math works here. Again, it's not an exact formula, but for me, I think it's the best way to calculate the pool runtime in a way that you don't have to actually have a flow meter. But of course, if you have a flow meter, it'll tell you the exact gallons per minute that your pool is running at. For example, at my pool, I have a Jandy 2.7 horsepower variable speed pump. So when I crank that thing up to the full 3450 RPMs, the flow meter is saying it's pumping about 70 gallons per minute, and my pool is about 14,000 gallons. So for me, with if I run it at full, uh, the full 3450 RPMs with my pool at 70 gallons per minute, it would take about three and a half hours for all the water to pass through my pool because my pump pulls about 70,000, 70, um, 70 gallons per minute. I wish it pulled 70,000 gallons. Uh, 70 gallons per minute through the pool. So with a flow meter, you can get a very exact reading on how how long to set your pool pump 
depending on how many cycles of water you want to go through it. So I highly recommend investing in a FlowViz flow meter. They're really inexpensive. I think it's like 140 bucks. You'll save that money in the first year by reducing your runtime, and you'll be able to get an accurate runtime with a variable speed pump as well as with a single speed pump. So I think it's well worth it for either if you have a single speed or variable speed pump. A flow meter is the best way to set your runtime. But without it, you can rely on my 50 gallons per minute formula. I think it's pretty accurate. So again, you take your pool size. So if you have a 20,000 gallon pool, you divide it by 50, and then you divide that by 60 minutes, and then you're gonna know how long to run your pool. And if you're running it at a slower RPM, instead of the 3450, you'll just take that RPM and kind of double it or triple it, depending on how low you're running it. So if you're running it at 1200 RPMs, you'll have to triple that number for the gallons per minute. So I suggest maybe trying this formula and seeing if it helps you save energy, but also will allow you to run your pool for the proper amount of time. And again, just based on your region is how many cycles of water you want to go through your pool. If you're looking for more pool care help, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have an ebook available for $9.99. Plus I have other helpful web pages there for you. And if you're doing a service for a living, and you want to enhance your business or you're just starting out, you can definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits there, as well as the ability to text me and call me in real time. Again, you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.